0: everyone and welcome back to Maya's Reviews, a book podcast and blog. I'm Maya and thank you for joining me today to talk about a book. Before getting started, I just wanted to make a quick announcement in regards to the schedule for this week. I know it's all over the place but I'm going to be trying my best to get two reviews out and two episodes out this week. Uh, hopefully today, when this is out, is Tuesday. And hopefully the second episode and review will be out on Thursday, I believe. And then next week, I'm hoping to have two reviews out and one episode. And then after that, it will most likely be one review and one episode per week. I'm, I'm running a little bit behind, but I will definitely try to get those out as long as I have time, and this week I'm doing two reviews of two books by Marie Knekum. Um I believe I'm doing. I should probably know what I'm doing, right? Uh, this is where it ends, and at the end of everything. So today I will be reviewing at no. <laughs> today I will be reviewing "This Is Where It Ends" by Marie Nechum, but. Thursday will be at the end of everything by the same author because I'm horrible at pronouncing names and I probably butchered that even though I looked up how to pronounce it. Um, (laughs) Sorry if you hear my really squeaky chair, it's an issue, I know. But yeah, thank you for joining me today and let's get right into this review. There is a content warning. shooting, sexual assault, physical abuse, suicide, and homophobia are all present in this novel. Overall I rated This Is Where It Ends 3 out of 5 stars. The plot and characters were 2 out of 5, the setting 5 out of 5, and both the writing and memorability were 4 out of 5 stars. I've been wanting to read this novel for well over two years, uh, but I never really got around to it, and I had heard great things and, w- and was looking forward to reading a novel with diversity that also deals well with heavy topics. However, I found that instead of the five-star read I had expected, I was fairly disappointed, especially since I had had multiple people recommend this novel to me, and I had heard great thanks, and I was so excited to read a novel with great representation that had such a heavy topic attached to it and I was just really disappointed. This is Where It Ends was published by Source Books Fire on January 5th 2016. It is a fiction young adult LGBTQ realistic fiction suspense contemporary thriller. And it is 282 pages. The book description from Goodreads. Everyone has a reason to fear the boy with the gun. 10 a.m. The principal of opportunity, Alabama's high school, finishes her speech, welcoming the entire student body to a new semester and encouraging them to excel and achieve. 10.02 a.m. The students get up to leave the auditorium for their next class. 10.03 the auditorium doors won't open. 1005, someone starts shooting. In 54 minutes, four students must confront their greatest hopes and darkest fears as they come face to face with the boy with the gun. So, this is where it ends is split between the the point of views of four characters: Claire, Thomas, Sylvia, and Autumn. So, there's a lot of different dynamics and connections between the characters and I found this quite difficult to keep track of because their connections to each other are very, very important to the plot, their character developments, and everything in this novel. Um, but from what I gathered, and this is probably incorrect because it was very hard for me to, to keep track um, Thomas and Sylvia are siblings, Autumn and Sylvia are dating, and Claire dated Autumn's brother Tyler. So, a lot of connections, and those are just the main four characters and their connections to each other. One of the things, like I mentioned earlier, I was most excited for going into this novel was the split point of view and the promised diversity. And while I think the split Point of view was perfectly executed and made the novel even more sus- suspenseful, the diversity was lacking. Despite showcasing many different characters with different races, sexualities, and abilities, I felt that they were all treated as token characters. It was like they were kind of going down this checklist of what they had to include to meet their quota or something. Uh, the author made a point to specifically say who was what. And this made the characters' identities feel flimsy and unrealistic. Rather than building up or showing the chemistry between Sylvia and Autumn, Nishkam instead points out constantly that they are together and meant for one another. Which I really, really wanted to care about their relationship. I was super excited for a, uh, you know, a lesbian or a bisexual, whatever. I forget which sexuality they are, but it is a uh, WLW relationship. Uh, Woman love woman, if you know what that means. You know, I was very excited for that and then it didn't feel authentic, it didn't matter much to me, and I really didn't care about it in the end. As I was reading, it was like, oh nice, they're together, okay. Like, um, it would have, you know, they could have had a very realistic relationship if the author had chosen to build up and show that relationship between them rather than just say like, oh yeah, they're dating, let's move on. Despite these issues, though, I was attached and emotionally invested in the main characters and even some of the side characters. I cried during the deaths and was upset and stunned after finishing the novel. But the one of the main reasons I feel I was more attached to these characters is because this is a very realistic and real topic in our world today. And I could kind of see people real people in this situation which made me feel for them but if this was just a fantasy novel and there was no school shooting and these characters died, I cannot say I would feel the same way I did about them as I did. One of the biggest issues that I actually, that I had that is actually somewhat problematic for this novel is the character of Tyler who, spoiler, uh I'll give you a few seconds um so Tyler if you don't remember is Autumn's brother and he is the shooter in this novel so obviously because of that uh his character is the main antagonist and a huge part of the novel the the entire novel would not exist without Tyler which makes his characteristic flaws even more disappointing because obviously he is killing people, but the way his character was written was very disappointing. So I started reading This Is Where It Ends expecting a realistic, you know, obviously yet fictional, fictionalized and well-handled novel about a school shooting. I had hoped that the novel would deal with this topic well and represent it truthfully. However, this is where Tyler kind of disrupts that representation. So, Tyler is somewhat of an evil character, as some might say. You know, he is killing people, but he is doing it in this novel for what seems to be no reason. The author doesn't explain how or why Tyler has gotten to the point where he feels all alone and determines shooting up the school is the best way to deal with his struggles and demons. Uh, It is explained multiple times that Tyler is doing this because he is alone, yet it's never explained why he feels that way or what happened to make this so. Obviously, you know, there are different factors with his sister, uh, Autumn, being, I believe, sorry, trigger warning, beat by their father. But, there's also, I forget, I think there's a section in the novel where Autumn says, you know, uh, you stood by and let it happen, and you're the one who ratted me out and made it happen, or something like that. Uh, So, obviously, he is a contributing factor sometimes uh, in Autumn Struggles. And it's really confusing because there is no clear... You know, and obviously, in real life, sometimes the reason isn't clear. Sometimes there isn't really a reason. But uh, for to represent him as this evil character without showing his struggles kind of made him cartoonish and like a Disney villain because there was a complete lack of his character's background you know he's doing horrible things and yet we're just supposed to go along and not question why and I think that really bothered me since this is supposed to be a good representation of a school shooting and you can't really do that unless you have a complete image of the antagonist, the reason this is happening. So, as I mentioned before, the use of multiple point-of-views, or POVs, adds an even more suspenseful and eventually heart-shattering atmosphere to the novel. I read This Is Where It Ends fairly quickly because the writing style was so simplistic yet perfect to carry me along. The setting, I feel, is where this novel really excelled. No matter its shortcomings in the characters and the plot, This Is Where It Ends is highly suspenseful and terrifying because, like I said, it is a real thing that happens commonly in our society which is really really sad that children have to go to school and experience wondering if they're they're going to their they're going there to learn and wondering if they're gonna die and that's really messed up uh, but that's a whole um, entire conversation for a different day But this novel brings every student's worst fear to life and throws the reader into a terrifying yet fictionalized account of a school shooting, which, like I said, is a common tragedy in today's world. I would like to say that I loved the plot, but one of the best parts is that this novel moves fast. While it is definitely heartbreaking, for sure. There's no question about it. The situation in real life is heartbreaking, and when you're reading the novel, you can definitely see how this applies in real life, so it's heartbreaking. But the actual events in the novel felt more like a B-list movie than a realistic story about a school shooting. Uh, Like I said before, Tyler's character is pretty much cartoonized and a joke, which makes the events in the novel seem unrealistic and almost lazy. Uh, There were so many things going on in this novel besides the shooting that it felt as if Nick Kemp was trying to pack This Is Where It Ends full of nonsense, to be honest. A huge portion of this story is focused on Selvia and Autumn's relationship, which, like I said, isn't authentic anyways. And then another huge portion is focused on Claire and her friend Chris's potential relationship, which seems pretty ill timing and ill-fitting since Claire and Chris during their chapters are literally attempting to get help after hearing gunshots because they were outside on the track for sports I don't know technical terms because I don't do sports <laughs> um, and and I never did so um, but they're outside and they hear the gunshots and Claire's brother is literally in the school with the shooter and while they're running to get help Because they don't have their phones on them and the doors are locked So they can't get back inside to get them Claire's literally thinking about how much she likes Chris and how They could have a relationship and all this stuff and it's like that is pretty ill-timing your brother is inside but I'm not one to judge, you know? Okay, Claire. (laughs) Um, The one thing I will say is that despite its flaws, the promised suspense is definitely there. It definitely succeeds as a thriller, but not so much a representation of mass shootings and their victims. There was a lot wrong with this novel, and I was very disappointed after waiting so long to read it. But despite its flaws, This Is Where It Ends was suspenseful and fast-paced and actually managed to make me shed a tear, which I do not usually cry. I thought someone was outside my door and I nearly crapped my pants. Um, okay. (sighs) I nearly just had a heart attack. It's fine. Um, that was terrifying goodbye I never want to live through that again no anyways um back back to the review guys (laughs) um it's like every other episode I'm like am I gonna die maybe maybe not um but like I was saying I don't really cry when I read books. I'll cry when I watch movies. I watched Five Feet Apart and I sobbed like a baby but when I read the book beforehand I was absolutely fine. Like it made me sad and I was like oh oh that really oh that's sad but I wasn't like sobbing um which I know (laughs) it's like I don't know how I think it's the visual part that gets to me when I watch movies versus reading books but You know, this book did manage to make me shed a tear, so I will give it that. Um, But I wouldn't recommend reading this novel if you are looking for a realistically and diverse account of a fictionalized school shooting. Uh, It's definitely good as a thriller novel. If If you want a school shooting story that's a thriller mixed with a little romance, you'll probably love this. But for me, my expectations, the book did not meet my expectations, and I feel like that's what really tanked this review's rating to 3 out of 5 stars. But, like I said, besides that, there are some very good things about this novel. It is just not one of my favorites, and I wouldn't recommend it as a you know, like a representation of a real-world problem. Um, which we'll see when I do, um, my review of At the End of Everything. I actually, uh, DNF'd, which if you don't know what that means, I forget, you know, people aren't on (laughs) BookTok. DNF basically means did not finish, so I had been 50% through At the End of Everything weeks and I was this is why I'm so far behind because that book put me in a reading slump I swear um because it was so refreshing to me because I really really wanted to give it a try but after getting halfway through I was like there's no point in me reading the rest of this because it's pretty much this novel just with co a COVID transformed into the Black Plague, pretty much. So, I will save the rest of the details of my review for that uh, till this Thursday. Um, but, I got to say, this book, while it was a disappointment for me, uh, some of you might like it. So, definitely give it a try. It's definitely, I wouldn't say it's not worth, I'm kind of neutral, let's just say that. I wouldn't read it again, but I don't 100% regret reading it, you know? So, um, but let me know on Twitter when I post uh, the link for this episode or under the YouTube video in the comments. Let me know what's a book that made you cry and let me know if you cry while reading books because I really don't. Um I'm man, I'm horrible today. I keep hitting stuff. We're doing good. Um <laughs> with that that is the end of my review of This Is Where It Ends by Marie Knickamp. Uh I probably did not pr- pronounce their name correctly at all. Uh <laughs> But you know, sometimes I mispronounce my own name, so it's fine. Um, I hope you enjoyed this review, and if you did, please check out my blog, Maya's Reviews, at mayagreviews.wordpress.com. You can also find me at Maya the Bookworm on Twitter, Goodreads, TikTok, Bookbub, and Book Sirens. I'm also on Tumblr at Maya Reviews. If you want me to review your book or want to come on the podcast to discuss a novel, maybe even just reach out to me, you can email me at mayagbookreviews at gmail.com. I do ask that if you are reaching out in regards to a review request, interview, collab, blog tour, or anything publicity related, that you check out my publicity request page on my blog first and then email me. Thank you so much for listening, and happy reading. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. We made it through a whole episode, and then Poppy decided to make a surprise announcement, guys. Um, So if you don't hear that, happy reading.